0: Deep in London's beating heart lies a wall, I like do not be, if you know the call, for if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see, cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffin. Hello everyone and welcome to the Shrieking Shack, this is a Harry Potter re-read podcast for lapsed fans, I am your host Z C. And I'm Liz. And Liz, things are happening... Mm. Capital H in the happening there. Yeah. Since since our last episode, uh a lot's been going on. I would say. Mm-hmm.
1: Like you watched um the M Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening.
0: I, <laughs> I, I did. Do you remember that is, one? I is that the one where the plants uh-huh. turn evil? Oh yeah. That's a good one. That and is by a good a, one. That that's a classic. That's is that where the clip of Mark Wahlberg going what? no is that where that one comes from
1: uh i don't know for sure but very possibly
0: i think i think that's that one yeah no so we have all we have all been given our government mandated copies of the happening that's that's the (laughs) that's the american government response is everyone gets a copy of the happening uh uh, and and fallout three uh (laughs) and 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 the rest is up to you That's, that's 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 right that's been the government uh, uh, response to the things capital H happening in the world since we last met. Um, no, we are we are uh, we are recording uh, from the the Hertwood House bunker. The boat has a bunker underneath yes. it. I think um, mm-hmm. that this is some new lore that we're establishing. Everyone is welcome in the bunker. Yes, but but nonetheless, we are taking precautions. We are uh, uh, in in our secret facility. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the only thing going on. Global right. pandemics are not the only thing happening. We also, we experienced some electoral happenings last week.
1: Yeah, we sure did.
0: We sure did. Um, And I know what you're thinking. Oh my god, I listened to this podcast for fun. I don't want to hear about the pandemic. I don't want to hear about... The voting situation mm-hmm. but some things are too important to be ignored and i'm very sorry to do this to everyone and i'm sorry we really do have to talk about this we have to talk about harry potter films march mischief voting bracket exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> this we can't ignore this <laughs> we can have no opinions on truth as they say in morrowind uh this is this is disastrous this is this is a shambles <laughs> and what's more i think we might have caused this
1: um in retrospect i feel like there I has going to use my magical mind powers to meddle in some electoral matters maybe this wasn't the greatest use <laughs> um <laughs> of, of of whatever kind of like psychic thing i've got going on um but cake drop has won the quarterfinals of yeah. this Mischief bracket
0: uh, seemingly against all odds, this has been a roller coaster of a <laughs> of a bracket that I've been mm-hmm. following this whole time. So when we first talked about this, none of the voting had completed. Right. Um, and the first uh the first like rounds were going to be giggle water and cake drop. That was the first one, and we and you know we we threw our weight behind cake drop, um, mm-hmm. as as it is Dobby related um then there's Bogart snape versus cornish pixie the howler versus spell backfires and bank heist <laughs> versus clingy picket right and you know this this was funny but it was like sort of inconsequential i had the brain blasted like oh wait a minute is is march mischief supposed to be march madness is that why it's in march and not april the month the month of pranks blah 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 um, and I kind of expected to uh, put that out of my head and never think about it again. Yeah. However, things have escalated since then. Right. Cake drop won, or at least advanced, according to the <laughs> the like video that they keep posting up with the updated um, standings, where they've like moved everything along to the next bracket and so on and so forth. Apparently, cake drop advanced without. Uh, getting all the votes. Uh, the the Harry Potter film account. Uh, let me pull up the numbers here. I do have them. Uh, Giggle Water won with 68.1 or 60.8% 60.8, uh, of the vote. And Cake Drop got 39.2% of the vote. Right. When the next round of voting appeared with the updated video, Cake Drop had advanced on Harry Potter films Twitter account. And people were not happy. There are many, many replies <laughs> from people asking, "Why is Cake Drop? Why is Cake Drop advanced? How has Cake Drop uh, 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 won justice for Jacob from uh, from Fantastic Beasts?" Uh, it's it's ignited kind of a firestorm. Uh, mm-hmm. It has been it has been very funny to watch.
1: It seems it seems like the Harry Potter fandom is learning a lesson about electoralism
0: today <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, I say it's about damn time
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh there there are many tweets here let's see uh why is cake drop put it in the next category when Gigglewater water won the last round Gigglewater water had more votes why did cake drop win there was someone who had a like fully decked out like hogwarts mystery rp account that has been bothering all of the harry potter accounts about this so yes here we go uh replying to at fantastic beasts giggle water got more votes than cake drop why did the cake win then please correct it (laughs) at beasts movie uk why did the cake drop win when giggle water got more votes at harry potter film giggle water won it got more votes than cake drop please Mm -hmm. fix it just just gnashing and wailing against uh the march of uh of vote fixing here
1: yeah I guess my vote just counted more
0: on this one. <laughs> the cast psychic psycher vote, I guess, counts for more. We our 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 forward seeking mind powers have uh, have clinched the vote for us in this case. Uh huh. However, the Fantastic Beasts account did reply to someone else asking. Uh, the cake drop is still looked at as the winner of the first round, even though Google Water won. What? Uh, and then the official account responds. The votes are tallied across all of our social channels. So while Gigglewater Water won this poll, Cake Drop won in total votes. Thanks for playing.
1: Thanks for playing?
0: Thanks for playing. Which is wow. a little... That's a little sinister, I think. <laughs> and I want to just double check. I don't think it is true that Gigglewater Water wins if you tally all of them, because I'm looking at the fantastic beast account specific vote right now. Uh, and Gigglewater won with seventy five percent of the vote there, uh-huh, uh, in that precinct. And then on Harry Potter movie, as we saw, uh, it Giggle water won with sixty percent. right. So where is the other where are the other votes coming from? to get I cake have, drop across i have to
1: assume that like they must have ran a poll on facebook or something right
0: oh maybe yeah maybe that's it maybe there's a facebook version what's the what was the third account that was listed here maybe they just had a huge surge there oh beasts movie uk yeah let's see how many votes did cake drop get there no, Gigglewater won with 76% of the vote in the UK.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: So <laughs> I think what is more likely, maybe, is that um whatever intern they had chained to a desk making these uh these images <laughs> to post in in Adobe or whatever, mm-hmm. uh just fucked up and they don't wanna they, they don't have time to fix it. You know. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's a slick looking graphic.
0: Yeah, who cares? At the end of the day, that's that's my guess here. But but you're right. There's there might be some other source that we're not counting. But but I'm like looking at what's here. Eagle Water won in every in every county here. Hmm. So interesting, 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 huh?
1: I think I think Cake Drops going all the way.
0: You do you think so? It's gonna be so. Let's see what's the. It's gonna be Cake Drop versus boggart snape next mm. now now this is this is tough for us i think because we love dobby and cake drop is dobby but of course boggart snape is boggart snape
1: yeah but it's not snape it's a boggart it's so. a, oh it's a, pretender. it's a it's a it's a pretender yeah. it's a
0: false snape okay so so death to false snapes uh mm-hmm. is is what we are proposing here i think yes uh cake drop all the way uh-huh it will be facing off against uh they've also postponed the voting uh that i think would have been going on today until uh, uh monday it looks like
1: why it's a twitter
0: poll yeah very interesting huh they they've they've postponed the voting maybe they, maybe there's some more behind the scenes shenanigans going on here perhaps Alright, well, moving on from electoral politics, we've got to get to the other happening, capital H, uh, this week. Mm -hmm. Which is that, due to the coronavirus outbreak, E3 2020 has been cancelled.
1: Sad, sad time for gamers.
0: Why is this relevant to us, you ask? Well, it turns out, uh, according to Kotaku, that Warner Bros. was going to have their first E3 press conference ever, I guess. Uh this year. <laughs> which is a bummer for them. <laughs> and us because uh they were going to announce the Harry Potter game there. Um huh. So, hey, at least we know that it is real, right? Uh we have been it's it's been increasingly like worrisome, I think, like, ah, uh, is it canceled? Has it been delayed? What's going on here? uh um it not showing up at the vgas i think was a real surprise to a lot of people uh Mm -hmm. but hey now we know it was going to get announced in june uh now maybe earlier maybe later i guess it depends on when warner bros decides to do whatever like online stream announcement thing they have planned in lieu of e3 right but it was it was it was i i couldn't believe like, when this happened, I couldn't believe that it took uh, E3 getting cancelled because of a global pandemic to get news about the Harry Potter game we've been joking about for a year.
1: We've been joking about this for longer than a year. This is Harry Potter Skyrim that's been, the announcement has been delayed.
0: That's true. I guess it was, what, October of 2018 that we mm-hmm. we found that thing? Yeah, that is that is a year a year and change. Coming up on two years uh, of, wow. of goofing about the the harry potter skyrim and where the hell uh the AAA video game is that's that's wild of course uh, everyone was very upset about this there are a lot of a lot of posts on the by the way uh just an update for everyone listening out there for for those who forgot the um mobile chinese card game with like the weird like the kind of neat graphics that is called magic awakened <laughs> not not the AAA RPG which I guess we don't know what the title of that is. However, the subreddit that we had previously been like monitoring for funny posts uh about the AAA game is called <laughs> Magic Awakened. Mm-hmm. And there's been a coup ever since the uh card game got announced with that title. Now there is another subreddit for t- specifically the AAA game called r slash harry potter game that is also when you go there the banner says magic awakened <laughs> so they can't they just can't let go of this one
1: no they must be thrilled
0: those red those redditors no they're pissed they're like they're 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 upset the d3's canceled they want to see the damn game
1: well right but they i mean before it was just this sad um a den of rumors about like oh maybe the game wasn't real maybe we imagined it the whole mm-hmm. time maybe mm-hmm. it was just like a a demo reel for nothing and we're mm-hmm. never gonna see a game so they must just be over the moon that the game is real
0: no they're pissed off they they want oh. e3 they want e3 to get uncancelled. they want warner bros to show it off uh there was a there was the really good one that i posted on on twitter which was the guy saying uh why do they hate money why would they cancel this why why would they cancel That's why they
1: hate money (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's right you got it
0: got it in one (laughs) that is that is exciting though i agree I, i think it will be fun to finally see whatever the hell that thing is i'm still i i still have like such positive feelings attached to this thing because like this is one of those thing cases where like if the game is good i'll be really happy if the game is bad, it'll be really fun, right? Like there's this is a this is a win-win for us no matter how this thing goes.
1: Oh yeah. We're, like, we're in a great place with this. We're in
0: a great place with this. The only losing proposition would have been if it had been truly canceled or like not a real game, right? Like mm-hmm. that would have been kind of a bummer. But now now it's back on. We're here and we're ready for it no matter how good or not good it is.
1: How are we going to secure our advanced copy? Have you have you brainstormed this at all?
0: Maybe we could lock the Twitter account, and I could send, <laughs> just temporarily lock the Twitter and mm-hmm. send some PR emails. Or, you know, send some emails to to Warner Bros. saying, "Hey, we are a Harry Potter podcast. We get such and such thousands of plays on uh, on uh, on on SoundCloud alone, uh, and we would love to review." this harry potter game and share it with our audience i feel like that's a fair well we would we would i feel like there's i feel like there's (laughs) an easy way to do this without telling too many lies i was i did write about games for a while i hey i had an article published in waypoint last year
1: Mm -hmm. i I could say
0: hey i am a published games writer Uh i have a harry potter podcast that's it's all true all true uh, we would love to play the game. True.
1: Uh-huh. Yep.
0: And share our thoughts with it with our yes. wide audience. True. Wow, that all sounds so true to me. That is all extremely true. We could make this happen. Okay. We could. We could. We could make this happen. Uh, and I will say, sorry that the Twitter is locked right now. It's because of trolls. Uh, Russian bots attacked us. <laughs> And we have shut down our account until further notice. Uh, That's right. And, and then, as soon as they say, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that," we would love to send you the game. Then we unlock and start posting pictures of Harry. I have a. I photoshopped a picture of Harry smoking a huge blunt yesterday, uh, mm. and I can, I you know, I can just keep posting that quality <laughs> content as soon as we have <laughs> the free copy of uh, the Harry Potter game in the bag. Well, that
1: sounds like a perfect plan. <laughs>
0: This is a flawless plan and I'm so excited to put it put it into action. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, you know what also might help us uh, in our quest to get an early copy of this game? What? A little bit of that Felix Felicis.
1: Oh, that's such a really good idea. Mm. Does that mean we should maybe talk about our chapter?
0: I think now is the time to talk about our chapter for this week.
1: All right, let's do it. Um This week, we read chapter 22. It is called After the Burial.
0: Um, It's a good, like, metal band name.
1: It's very cool. Yeah. Harry can't catch a break can't figure out what Malfoy's up to and he can't figure out how to get Slughorn to give up that memory although he is working on it more but he's just kind of down in the dumps he can't he just can't come up with any good ideas Slughorn is is still avoiding him he tries to talk to him after class and and he just he he won't um he's treating Harry normally but but he won't kind of give him even an inch um uh, so so Harry's out of ideas and he's he's still kind of feeling guilty from the guilt trip that Dumbledore gave him uh, Hermione says forget about Malfoy you just need to figure out how to get that memory Harry gets a letter um, and and he kind of his his heart kind of sinks because Dumbledore had told him that that he wasn't going to have another lesson with Dumbledore um, until he got the memory um, and, and he thought maybe it was a message from him but it actually turns out it's from Hagrid and it is um, a note that, uh, sadly, Aragog, the spider, has died, and he's invited Harry, Ron, Hermione to the funeral. Uh, but it's after hours, and both Hermione or, and Ron are extremely dismissive and are like, that's crazy, we're not going to go to a spider's funeral um, during the heightened security and and after hours when we can get in trouble, and also it's a, it's a spider. <laughs> um, Hermione has a brain blast in this moment and says, Harry you should use your luck potion that you got at the beginning of this year to get Slughorn's memory. Harry realizes it's a good idea, but he's also pretty bummed out because he wanted to use the potion or had, had at least been fantasizing about using the potion to maybe get a date with Ginny. Um, we get a little update from... Uh, Ron's romantic life, that he's still avoiding lavender. Um, Every time a girl walks by, he freaks out and tries to hide until Hermione or Harry says, like, hey, don't worry, it's not lavender. And in this case, they say, don't worry, it's not lavender, it's the Montgomery sisters, which is super sad because their little brother has been murdered by a werewolf. Um, And Harry's like, oh, yeah, it's probably the werewolf that i know about from rear grayback and indeed it is um harry has to go to potions while um the students that get to take their apparition class because they weren't born in the summer like they they meet the cutoffs um uh so they're gonna go take their their apparition test and so harry's kind of in potions class with uh two other people uh, that are too young to take it um, Harry does ace the, like, fun lesson that Slughorn gives them, uh, and it's kind of his last-ditch effort to try to get the memory. He, he brews, like, a euphoria potion with the help of, of the, uh, the prince's book, um, but Slughorn is just still avoiding him. Um, Harry also observes in this class that um, Malfoy is not looking good um, once again. He looks stressed out. He's not smug. He's not, he's, he's lost his swagger. um, And he thinks about, thinks that Malfoy happens to look a lot like Tonks has been looking both very depressed. Um, Since his last effort to get the memory out of Slughorn did not work. um, He, that evening decides to take a drink of the luck potion uh, to get the, to get the memory. He is immediately hit with a wave of euphoria and confidence, and he knows in that moment that he must go to Aragog's funeral. He doesn't know why, but he just knows it's the right thing to do. Um, we see him walk from the common room. It's after hours, but but he's just he knows that nothing is going to go wrong, and it doesn't. There's no obstacles. There's no teachers. He doesn't run into any patrols. Um, filch Um accidentally left the like front door unlocked. So he just gets to walk out. And, and luckily enough, he runs into Slughorn on his way where he um, tells Slughorn, well, I'm going to the spider's funeral. Um, You should come too. And Slughorn realizes like, oh, I could get some very expensive Acromantula venom um, from the dead spider body. I will come to the funeral as well. Um, Harry runs into Hagrid. Hagrid's very sad. Um, Slughorn shows up and, and says some nice words about Aragog during the funeral uh, and does manage to procure some um, Acromantula venom uh, stealthily while Hagrid is, you know, carrying on and crying and being very sad. Um, Slughorn says a nice eulogy for the spider and then they all retire to Hagrid's cabin to, to uh, drink, some, drink some wine in, in his memory. Hagrid and Slughorn get super duper drunk. Um, Harry, uh, uses, like, a refilling spell on their, on their cups, because um, he just knows it's the right thing to do. He's still in just kind of, like, this euphoric state, um, and he thinks about how, like, oh, he would not necessarily be able to do this spell, um, from... Uh, like, non-verbally, uh, but since he took the luck potion, he knows he can do it, and indeed he does. Um, Hagrid does eventually pass out um, from drinking too much, um, and this is when ha- Harry gets a chance to have a kind of one-on-one with Slughorn. Um, Slughorn's pretty drunk, and um, But Harry just kind of gives it to him straight. Um, He says, you know, I'm the chosen one. I need this memory. You cared about my mom and she's dead. And here's this horrible story that happened about when she was killed. And so you need to be brave. You can be brave. You can give me this memory. Um, uh, And Slughorn is like, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you the memory. But no, like, I'm I'm very ashamed. Um, I think I've done a great deal of harm here. Please don't think less of me. He gives Harry the memory. He passes out immediately. That's the end of the chapter.
0: I've been waiting so long for this chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, Ever since the first appearance of Felix Felicis in Slughorn's class. Yeah. I have been like a combo of like dreading and like anticipating this chapter really excitedly. Sure. Because Felix Felicis is such a funny concept. Uh-huh. And I was very curious to know how it would actually manifest in this book because I, again, uh, I I have so few Harry Potter memories from 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 you know from the era that we are now reading um, that I really didn't know what to expect going into this, and yeah. I, I am kind of shocked at how much I like the back half of this chapter. I would say
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that the first. Like the, the establishing scene, all of the stuff with Ron and Hermione and Harry uh, talking and overhearing stuff about the war and whatnot, <laughs> I, I think is bad. <laughs> it's very clumsy. Yeah. But everything after Harry takes a sip of the juice, uh-huh. I think is is really fun.
1: Yeah, I think that's where I'm landing on this. I think I think I think that this week we're going to be talking a lot about themes yes facts yes characters yes
0: 100 so,
1: percent. shall we break our discussion into kind of two parts because i think i think that yes. you kind of hit it hit the hit the nail on the head here in that there's kind of two parts of this chapter and it's like everything before he takes a sip and everything after he takes a sip so yes. let's talk about um before the sip
0: yes print pre-sip
1: <laughs> this is pre-sip harry um i am i am at the point i've like come all the way around on other characters telling harry not to care about the mystery because it is comedy to me now (laughs) to have hermione start this chapter out and be like stop caring about malfoy is just i i can't i just laugh
0: now yeah it it was it almost felt meta it felt like hermione was reaching through the book to me when she said for the last time just forget about malfoy hermione told harry firmly like oh okay i guess (laughs) i guess that's that
1: Yeah, you know, I think that um, probably, and I think about this a lot. I think about what we do on this podcast, and probably in my mind, the biggest weakness of our analysis is the fact that we read one chapter a week. Yeah. You know, especially, and and I think about it a lot because, um, especially with these last two books. Uh, a lot of the earlier ones I basically had the books memorized right Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. read them so many times I know I knew them inside and out um I almost wish that I had read Half-Blood Prince like first before we did this Mm -hmm. and then read it again Mm -hmm. because I think it's hard to get like a sense of um, any kind of through line. And I'm trying in this moment to get a sense of the through line about um, every character telling Harry not to care about Draco Malfoy because it almost is working for me at this point because it's coming back around for you. It's coming back to me feeling the frustration that Harry is presumably also feeling. Um, my, my sense is that Harry should have a stronger internal life in this book to make that actually work.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting point. I mean, uh, going chapter by chapter is 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 fun for close reading it's it's a good way to read uh, a a book and talk about it um you know it is the classic like it's the book club format right
1: yeah um
0: but we definitely have to give a little bit at least of leeway to the book when we don't know what's coming right Mm -hmm. i mean this has come up a few times where there have been ways chapters have ended where, where we've, we've said on here, I think both of us have had really strong, like, uh, uh, moments where we were unsure. Like, I don't like this, but is the next chapter immediately going to start with like the reveal, right? Of, Uh of, of, you know, something that will make this make sense. Uh Um, so far that hasn't happened many times, but, (laughs) but, but the possibility is always there, right? Like, we've Uh definitely come around on a lot of stuff, uh, in this series. I think, Book five had a lot of uh, had a lot of these moments where I was sort of going back and forth on like, do I like what this book is trying to say about like government ineffectiveness and propaganda? Sometimes, you know, sometimes I really think it's smart. Uh, Uh And then and then sometimes it just kind of doubles back on it or, or says something that makes no sense. I think that Felix Felicis is a really interesting example of this. In many ways, because it is a like like this is this is an a a a version of of this feeling of of not really knowing how to uh, to how to or sorry no, Felix, the Felix the Malfoy stuff right the, mm-hmm. the um the, where it has been so frustrating getting through this mystery where harry is the only character motivated to do anything Mm -hmm. in a book that is you know not as long as order of the phoenix but pretty fucking long right Mm -hmm. um and 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 not feeling like enough of again like you say harry's internal life is coming through to make that frustration feel thematic
1: and i also don't think that other characters have been given enough justification to not care, like if, right. if this want if this wants to be a story about how about Harry's like internal frustrations about caring about different things than other characters mm-hmm. and and ending up right. Um, the idea that the other characters don't care feels really manufactured for that goal, and that goal isn't very well delivered on anyway.
0: Right, especially because like everyone hates Malfoy, right, and he has also been involved in bad shit before uh and also the thing that harry saw him doing at the beginning of the year where he did a cool front flip into the luggage compartment and saw him <laughs> show everyone that his uh his his uh dark mark right uh uh-huh. you know even though harry didn't see it it's it's uh it's it's you know uh, it, it's fairly apparent or at least should be apparent enough to harry to stress to these other characters Um, that they should care about it. I'm, here's my thing. I feel like the way that this book is written with everyone sort of being in a weird malaise where they don't care and they're focused on other stuff would work a lot better if the, um, the war is going badly stuff was a little more prominent Mm -hmm. because we sort of just get like a check-in like every five chapters or so that like oh hey this unnamed character died um which doesn't really this is a problem the order of the phoenix had as well where it's like these these books have a problem uh you know as almost a surprising problem given how good i i would say like the atmosphere in harry potter usually is even at its worst uh of like creating a culture of fear right Mm -hmm. like none of these characters really feel like they are stressed about it all that much you know if harry was obsessing over this thing while like you know people were much more worried about thing very real things happening to people close to them that would be one thing but as it stands it's like it just feels like no one cares about anything (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, it almost feels like it's trying to be a comedy about like, oh, only teens just care about kissing. Right. But it feels that that is so opposed to the tone of everything else that's going on.
0: Yeah. I mean, like this again, this is the um, uh, I, I think also I think part of where this fails is that when we do get the like uh, the, the the grim reminders of what the world outside Hogwarts is like right now, they're really like lame. This is the second. <laughs> this is the second like child involved crime. Actually, no. Hang on. Hang, let's see. Th- th- is this the only way J.K. Rowling knows how to like shock people? Because this is the yes, yeah. yes, it
1: is. It's it's Anakin killed the younglings. Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: Anakin killed the younglings. We, so we, what have we got in this book? We've had Voldemort doing something capital S something to use some kids <laughs> in a cave uh we have um the the kid last chapter being imperious and ki- shooting his grandma with a gun spell, and now we have a five year old <laughs> being killed by a werewolf oh, and this is also on top of Lupin telling Harry like yeah, the fuck the werewolves target kids man like in at, at, at christmas
1: it it is comedy to me um this whole conversation that Harry has about about the werewolf like uh, first of all, like to start it all off, it's the Montgomery sisters. Like, of course, oh no, not, oh, the, Montgomery not the Montgomery sisters' Montgomery younger brother. Oh. I can't believe this. I feel I so feel for the Montgomery sisters, who I really care about and know a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, just have been through so much with them, and I can't believe that things will never be the same. Um, <laughs> so we start off really strong with that, and and having. <laughs> Make it be like their little brother was killed by a werewolf, and then it's like, Well, I didn't know werewolves killed, which is a very funny thing to say, first of all. <laughs> right. And then, and then, second of all, for Harry to be like, I know who did it, it's that sick that sick freak Fenrir grayback the one the one named werewolf we know and it's like oh yeah it must be he's the he's the sicko
0: werewolf the most sicko werewolf of them all and it's like yeah
1: yeah it is the one named werewolf we know but have never seen it's so stupid
0: yeah it's really really bad and it it just it makes the um it, it just it just doesn't uh, do a good job of like painting a picture of a world where people would be tired of harry's shit mm-hmm. um you know like if, if you know if if the world was in chaos and like you know the, the world outside the school was like like a war zone or whatever and harry was like you know i think my i think my classmate might i think a game might be a foot watson to people and everyone's like please <laughs> shut the fuck up for the love of god like that would be that would be one thing but everyone else is chill they're taking their driving test like right. they're 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 really not all that concerned about it which makes the um the harry and slughorn stuff even funnier cuz you know hermione does seem to know how serious that is you know she's impressing upon harry like oh dumbledore asked you this for a reason blah 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 but like it it's weird that these characters are not like they they will happily tell harry what he should be doing mm-hmm. but they're not helping no like hermione isn't helping him brainstorm or execute a plan to corner slughorn and ask him for this memory she's just like scolding harry about it in a way that like it, it it's it's weird right like like i these characters are all friends again um but th- like you said it feels more like a the teens just want to kiss and take their driving lessons, uh, thing than a like oh the, this war has just run everyone ragged thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I just... mean
1: I, I mean I guess that's the problem trying to tell a serious war story from a middle school, right? I I don't I don't think that that's ever going uh, to relent because J.K. Rowling is so in- like uninterested in telling a story about about teens that. Like aren't on the front line of a war that's happening right
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's 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 i think that you can see through the cracks of this book we can see why book seven happened i think
1: mm-hmm. like yeah
0: like you can there there is a sense that she is bored with the hogwarts format in in a sense Uh which is a bummer because she is still really good at writing that stuff at this point um but but like yeah like like i I can see through the holes here and just see like ah now i understand why book seven is about them going on like a lord of the rings camping quest it's because Mm -hmm. she just doesn't she she can't muster anything up for these characters to do with each other other than like not be interested in harry's mystery
1: right I think we've talked about a few moments where um, characters suddenly become, like, they feel like they've been transported from, like, a detective movie, and it's like, that was my moment with Harry, where he sounded like um like Detective Stabler from Law & Order SVU, where he's just like, oh, I know it's that sicko werewolf. It's
0: sicko werewolf.
1: And it just feels like there's this huge cognitive dissonance for me, where I'm like, you're you're writing a story and you're like one your one move to make the villains be bad right it's the it's the Anakin Skywalker killing younglings and you just do that over and over again um and, and it's killing kids right and Yeah, like that's that, the most that's shocking so, that's so shocking it's so it's so sicko messed up and and that's true um but you but it's like she lost the anchor that she's also writing a book about kids, so they don't react <laughs> as kids to right. the the thing happening. They act like they're like adult detectives, right?
0: Oh, another dead kid, upon...
1: right? Another it's fucking so weird. dead kid.
0: These sickos have got to be stopped. <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. I I had not <laughs> I had not looked at it from that angle, but that's that's really funny i'm just like thinking in my head like while you were talking i was just like going down my mental checklist of like what's the child body count in this series we have okay so first off book starts with the attempted murder of a Mm one-year-old that sets this whole thing into motion yeah which you would think honestly i think like like maybe one of the funniest flaws that this makes apparent is like if that's, like, your central image, if that's, like, your catalyst for this whole series, you know? Uh-huh. Wouldn't yeah. you want to keep that, like, a unique image? You yeah. know? like Absolutely not. No. No, I guess not. Um, These the sickos kill kids all the time. Sickos kill kids all the time. Yeah, so we have that. We have, um... Well, the basilisk was going to eat kids, but it never yeah. did. Yeah. So, fair enough. Um uh book four voldemort blasts a 14 year old with a with his gun spell i mean or, or yeah. he gets Wormtail tail to do it or whatever yeah uh book five the death eaters all tried to kill some kids um but they kill Sirius black instead <laughs> so fair enough i guess <laughs> now we've gotten to book six we have voldemort torturing and 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 killing and god knows what his uh his fellow orphanage kids yep we've got this kid with the imperious curse blasting Mm. his grandma just blowing her away so messed up yeah so messed up uh so crazy (laughs) (laughs) i just can't i'm sorry i know it's i know it's a grisly image on paper but like all i can think of thinking about that is just this kid just ragdolling their grandma across the room with a, with their wand.
1: I I just can't deal with this book being criminal minds. Then, That's not why I read Harry Potter.
0: And then we had the the Crimes of Grindelwald movie, where there are two <laughs> baby murders. This this is the one heinous crime that J.K. Rowling can come up with for. Uh, for her for her books for her villains to to take part in and it really (laughs) it really really just like wears its welcome out and it's it's no longer shocking at a certain point like i it really reminds me of like there's that classic onion article uh marilyn manson now going door to door trying to shock people (laughs) which that's really what this feels like at this point like I know that the creevies are going to eat it at some point too either in this book or book 7. So, yeah, I I just I can't take that seriously anymore. You've you've kind of the child murder well is all dried up, Joe. We can't <laughs> we can't do this anymore.
1: I think a big part of the problem is that like there there is certainly a necessary suspension of disbelief that you have to have when your protagonists are children yeah right and, and dealing with a villain who who is an adult right. right like an adult man um and so and so it's like I, you don't even think about it it doesn't even cross your mind of course Harry Potter the 11 year old is gonna have the showdown with the with the like grown man evil sorcerer guy at the end of the book mm-hmm. that's fine at the point where you introduce like Sicko child murders, right? It it's like you you start it like reveals some stuff.
0: The, the, it the the, the yeah the, the the spell breaks at that point. Like uh-huh. n- at no point in the Legend of Zelda do I go like, oh Ganondorf is a real sicko trying to kill Link, right? Like <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> He's just like,
1: a child.
0: <laughs> like like that's 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 not that's not a problem. But if Ganondorf was like going around Hyrule uh, doing <laughs> doing sicko child murders or something, that would be a problem, I think. <laughs>
1: like, and 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 Child Link takes that moment to like sit sit at the sit at the bar and ah! being like, "Oh, this sick freak oh, is then, at again." <laughs>
0: everyone finally, everyone has been clamoring for Link to have voice acting. <laughs> for so many years and th- this the first the first line he's gonna say is he's after seeing a string of brutal child murders conducted by ganondorf he's gonna kick the door of the milk bar in Clocktown in and just walk up to the bar he holds two fingers up to the bartender and he just goes oh these fucking sickos <laughs> that fucking sicko killed the bomber twins
1: <laughs> it's too much
0: Sickos have been leaving. We'd be gone in the Deku forest. (laughs) What kind of sick fuck does that kind of thing?
1: (laughs) It's so funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah, that that is that is a really weird position to put Harry Potter in. (laughs) Because like the weird thing is right like like I know, I know, I know, I know that like this has been a constant thing throughout the series. Harry Potter is only a teen when he has to be mm-hmm. uh, he is he is like a fully functioning adult most of the time mm-hmm. but it's 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 a problem when you are writing a story that is like I, at least to me I like these books were written in the wake of 911 and and the the London like the, the London bombings and stuff right like th- this is this is heightened this is like high culture fear period like war on terror fiction right yeah. yep and being a teen at the time that that was going on has you know like like the two the two ways that teens react to that or like you know at least like me and and everyone I knew reacted to that were it's either complete indifference cuz you're a child and you just can't comprehend the world, right? You just like put it out of your head, no thoughts, head empty. Yeah. Don't don't think about it. Or you and like I think that this might have been the the tack that might have been better to take for this book specifically if if mm-hmm. the if the idea was to like, you know, how 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 do we get these kids to like realistically interact with Harry and, and, and frustrate him for not caring about his mystery is to just freak the fuck out. Uh-huh. Right. Like, Oh my God, my mom won't let me walk down the street because she thinks Osama might get me. Right. Like, right. like that is the other angle that feels like a missed opportunity here. No, no, no 17 year old is going to be like the wizened bourbon bastard going like, Ugh, <laughs> another, another one down, another sicko. <laughs> I, I, I really want to get on board with the like it's about teens being apathetic an- analysis and like I keep telling myself like oh from that from that perspective it really works but like that I, I don't I don't quite think it gets there
1: no it doesn't it doesn't really commit to anything it's trying
0: to do right I think that yes th- I, that's a really good way to put it is there are so many. I think real ideas swirling around in all this, but, like, none of them ever got um, honed in on, or, like, like you know, uh, focused on enough to make this, like, constant downplaying of the Malfoy stuff make sense. hmm um, Especially, I, I think, really, especially because, like, I, I just keep coming back to this, like, the characters, these characters have risk their lives for on on less information for each other right Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm shocked that no no one is like offering harry like hey i'll talk to slughorn and then I'll, I'll, i'll delay him after class and then you can walk like like just i don't know throw throw your friend a bone do something
1: I think that the werewolf attack, being by Fenrir Greyback, who we just heard about for the first time a couple chapters ago, makes the like conflict feel so small.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, 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 this is another one where, similar to book five, it's 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 impossible to get a grip on like is is Voldemort Charles Manson? Is he <sighs> a warlord? Like like which which one is? It? And for a while, I think this book, you know, the, I think that the. Um, The, like, first chapter with, like, the Prime Minister and stuff did a good job of, like, uh, illuminating that stuff a little better, but we're right back to it. We're right back to the very, very small world uh, and, you know, like, the handful of characters that are all interacting with each other directly and and no wider – and it's so weird, right? Because the – one of the things that we keep complaining about is, like, all these uh, previously unnamed characters appearing – to have crimes done to them mm-hmm. which I which is clearly an attempt to make the world feel bigger, right but, Yeah but it doesn't work because they they only appear to do that, right They are they are it's just like an endless stream of red shirts coming in to like have pain in their lives for one paragraph right and there's no there's no there's no like lasting sense of like a broader, Panic! Uh, here it is. It, they they are they they just feel like mechanical tools that that pop up to attempt to make you feel something, and uh, and then disappear.
1: Uh, it's not working.
0: No, it's not.
1: I have I have no emotional response to the Montgomery sisters' little brother being
0: killed by the werewolf. <sighs> not the Montgomerys. <laughs> so yeah, so that. That was all, that did all, all did not work for me. And, and the one, I think like the one part in like this pre-sip, the pre-sip moment here that we're discussing that Mm -hmm. did kind of work is I, I did think that the slughorn lesson with only three kids was pretty fun.
1: Yeah. I thought that was cute. I, I liked Harry's like idea and to see it not work was cute. Um, I liked, um, that Harry noticed that Malfoy is looking looking like the tortured prince of darkness
0: <laughs> he's wearing his cool suit
1: he is he's
0: wearing his cool he's wearing his cool waiter suit but he, that that can't hide the pain behind his eyes uh and 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 uh, uh god i can't wait to see the film version of this like mm. the the wardrobe choices they made for malfoy uh are really really Why something did they
1: put him in a suit <laughs>
0: We can't. Oh, I can't wait! It's going to be so. I know, like so we've good. talked about
1: this so much already, and haven't even seen it. I'm worried that we're gonna we're gonna sit down to do our our movie episode of Half Blood Prince, and I'm gonna talk for 30 minutes about <laughs> Malfoy's stupid
0: suit. It's, it's so funny. Oh, but yeah, no, he's wearing the waiter suit. He's real sad. Um, Harry, again, Harry. Susp- I think here's the part that I think makes this book fall apart. Mm. or like this mystery specifically fall apart is that harry's paranoia does not seem untoward uh like it 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 is so unambiguous that malfoy is up to something right yes um you know i've said this time and time again but just like, like like if it was another character or if like malfoy was better at like covering his tracks or whatever it would work so much better for people like you know maybe pull harry aside and be like hey man you're kind of like freaking us out a little bit right like that that Mm -hmm. would work but as it stands it's just like is everyone else blind is everyone else else stupid like why why is no one aware you know why 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 is no one else seeing what harry's seeing and like it could be a case of like unreliable narrator stuff
1: Mm -hmm. but this
0: book is really never relied on like that kind of thing harry does not have enough of an internal life for you to 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 like get a, a a sense of like oh i'm not supposed to trust harry's thoughts here right like this isn't Nabokov this is jk rowling doesn't really go in for that kind of thing
1: i mean he, harry literally says that draco lost his swagger <laughs> he lost his swag i can't believe this <laughs>
0: And he's not looking as handsome as usual.
1: That's really sad.
0: That's really sad.
1: He's just, he's looking, he's looking a little thinner, certainly looked paler, but his skin still had that grayish tinge, probably because he so rarely (laughs) saw daylight these days. But there was no air of smugness, excitement, or superiority, none of the swagger that he had had on the Hogwarts Express.
0: Just kiss already, please. (laughs) Thank you yeah i yeah once again harry's like ability to only describe men is really funny
1: (laughs) um the pull of like harry noticing and thinking that draco looks like the way tonks looks bad is such a bizarre parallel what do you (laughs) make of that
0: yeah i i mean like obviously when people are depressed they can like let themselves go a bit right but it's very funny to me that, uh, like, because of like because of this like pull on like this 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 direct comparison being drawn between their two physical descriptions, mm-hmm. it's like it, it 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 it's as if depression is like a like an actual disease like a physical disease that you get like oh oh my immune system's acting up my depression's back right like ah, uh, i hate it when i get depressed and my skin gets pallid um mm, yeah it's not Start to
1: look like the tortured prince of darkness <laughs> <laughs> right
0: yeah it's, it's 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 a case of like you could do one or the other as like a um uh uh you know a, a signifier that a character might be feeling bad about stuff but like mm-hmm. it's not fable <laughs> like, like you know like the happier you are the more put together you don't necessarily look like you don't grow horns when you're depressed
1: it's just it's just a very strange thing to draw attention to also just i i mean the Tonks stuff is just too stupid so i don't <laughs> I, like to have it be brought up
0: here's my theory mm-hmm. i think That we were. I think that the Tonk stuff is a red herring. That we were. That is intended to make you think that she is under the Imperius curse, and I think that maybe putting it here is also meant to be, like, extending that red herring clue out to like, oh, maybe Malfoy is also under the Imperius curse.
1: Oh, I, I was, I was reading it more as like a red herring that like Malfoy and Tonks are in, like in on it. Oh no, like Ta- like Tonks and Malfoy are working Tonks together. Tonks
0: turned, right? But like,
1: but especially because Tonks is like showing up in like a weird place. That's true. Like, yeah. Oh, is Tonks helping Malfoy? That was
0: the seventh floor corridor. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't think of it that way, but that that's better. That's a much better take. I mean, it's still it's still silly, but uh, that's that's probably better than mine my analysis
1: um why has the phrase "brainwave" come up like five times
0: in the last two chapters i'm i'm excited about this it makes me feel better about saying brain blast all the time mm. i'm I, i'm i will share solidarity with jk Rowling on this one thing it's fun to say brain blank it is fun um but yeah no i i don't i don't know where i don't know why that phrase got stuck in her head specifically
1: it's just strange to see it in a final product obviously when you're writing or speaking you say like you get stuck on the same like phrase or word but it it jumps out every time because it has been maybe four or five times in the last two chapters yeah. and nowhere else
0: yeah <laughs> it's it's you can just sort of like track like when an author had like a particular phrase or word stuck in their head and it's always uh-huh. interesting when like the editing doesn't catch that Mm-hmm. um um yeah because like it's a very it's a first draft phrase right that's yeah that's a that's a that's a a first draft word and like you know you leave one or two in but yeah you're right like it's a it's appearing enough where you're like huh weird like wonder wonder where that came from wonder what Mm -hmm. brainwave gave her that brainwave (laughs) Um, all right yeah
1: is there any other pre-sip stuff you want to talk about
0: i think it is probably time to take the sip
1: okay let's do it let's talk about some themes tell me characters and some facts about
0: the themes characters and facts of the sip
1: so i maybe it was a few weeks or maybe a few months ago i'm not really sure and i think that someone wrote into us about being shown a scene from half-blood prince from the movie in like a college class Mm -hmm. about the placebo effect yes I will say that is a valid theme here. That's not a theme. That is a valid reading, yeah, of this chapter. Yeah. What do you think of it?
0: I think that it is a a very valid read on this chapter mm-hmm. that becomes funnier the further I dig into the Harry Potter community's understanding of this chapter okay is what i will say and that that will be my i'm i'm putting a pin in that because we will return to that later Uh but i think yeah i i think that it is it is a valid read to like like, you know to come away from this chapter or that or that scene and go like oh the huh that is about like we i guess we don't know whether or not this thing is doing what it says it does right Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts
1: I think that that's what I come away. With. I was ready to be mad about this chapter. Me too. I think yeah. that the ex- I think that the existence of this potion breaks the world, mm-hmm. right? I think that if Felix Felicis makes you lucky, um, and it bends other stuff to your your will or or whatever, uh, I think that sucks. But I was pleasantly surprised because nothing that happens in this sequence to Harry necessarily couldn't have happened otherwise right yeah i think it's ambiguous yeah
0: no i agree i i think it is a you know this chapter is really messy up until this point but once he drinks that potion i think that this is like earnestly one of the most delightful sequences in this book maybe the series Mm -hmm. so far yeah um it is it is a really like it, it like it is simultaneously like a ridiculous chain of events and also like really if you if you zoom out and like really look at what happened um a completely mundane one that could have happened you know at any point uh uh-huh. i think that there are a lot of really interesting metaphorical readings you can take from this mhm um
1: I think the placebo effect is probably the least interesting of those,
0: yeah, but i I mean i I think it's probably re- that seems like a relevant like you're on it, it, that's one of those like yeah, you're on the right track ones, you know, where it's like yeah uh it, 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 it's 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 a it's an it's an appropriate model to apply to what is being written about here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it goes a little deeper than that, and I think that this is a really funny sequence and chapter about luck and faith, and, uh, you know, there are so many other things you can you can put in here, that is such a breath of fresh air, just because this book has, or this series, you know, ever since getting more serious, has been dealing in such, uh, rigid terms whenever it comes to magic
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and 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 finally something something a little more like divination has appeared where it's like well it could kind of go one way or the other i don't know i don't have all the information and i don't really need it you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah i i think so i i think that like it makes me like the chapter i mean i hated the framing of the run taking it chapter Mm -hmm. um but and obviously like i don't think that author intention really tells the whole story or even like a super important part of the story Mm -hmm. here but i really think that having ron say out loud in this chapter that he took it even though he knows that he didn't is the biggest like jk rowling just like winking that like, obviously this is supposed to be ambiguous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, what does he say? He says like, yeah, but I thought I had, and that's what matters. Right. Or he, mm-hmm. he, he just, he outlines it very, very clearly.
1: I mean, I, I think that it, I think that it would be, I would have a hard time reading this as, as literal and like a material, um, potion that works. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like kind of a like I don't even know how you could come to that conclusion.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like let's walk through all of the like all of the things that happen here. Uh-huh. So Harry drinks it and he feels real good. Yep. Uh, and he he's been he's been thinking this whole time. Like, damn, I want to use this potion to uh, you know get lucky to get to right to get lucky with Ginny. Mm-hmm. um but but funny I guess, little joke it, song of the summer uh, yeah uh, um but um uh he he decides to take it to get the slughorn thing and he immediately runs into or i guess he leaves and then lavender because he has the invisibility click on lavender just sees ron and hermione hanging out mm-hmm. uh, and, and causes that fight to break out yeah then he brushes up against Ginny on accident, leaving the portrait hole, and he thinks that or she thinks that uh that's that is Dean like being impatient and pushing her through the portrait hole right mm-hmm. that is very funny, but mm-hmm. also like not necessarily a luck thing right that like that's not outrageous no, no one went out of their way to make that happen um then he, while walking through the courtyard, decides to take a uh, detour, what's it, detour through, like, the herbology area, because mm-hmm. he thinks it'll be nice. Um, I mean, like, there's there's not much here that is, like, out of the ordinary. He's just in a good mood.
1: <laughs> right. And, and also, I think that a lot of the things that happen, we've seen happen already in this book like the like um obviously not co- like completely the same thing but but lavender thinking that ron uh ron and hermione were just hanging out together um we have we have another time in this book seen harry be kind of the catalyst of like a ron lavender fight when when ron was poisoned and, and right. harry was like curt with her or like said said something that made her think that there was like a problem or a conflict so it's like almost everything that is like quote unquote lucky that happens to Harry we have something that anchors it um or a like similar thing that has happened in a different circumstance not on the luck potion
0: right yeah uh, and I think we've also seen we've we've I, I think, ginny has been frustrated with dean because oh i remember what it was we there was actually that really funny moment a few chapters ago where harry was very nonchalantly like overhearing that dean and ginny were fighting about something and going like oh what tell me more about that please right like Mm -hmm. we know that there's been discord between those two characters for a while now uh and and you know harry just happening to brush up against ginny maybe it's a tipping point but it 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 is not he did not cause this to happen right Mm -hmm. so i think that's really clever um and i think that slughorn's greed was always going to be his like main motivator right
1: Mm -hmm. i mean like
0: harry harry puts it really well when he says like uh you know slughorn will do anything to keep him self in a steady supply of candy and mead right like like that is his sure. his primary his primary goal so none of this is outrageous i guess is what i'm saying like uh-huh. none of this is so ridiculous that it had to have been the effect of a potion and it could you know but it's it is still a lot of coincidences right like it, there is that th- hanging over like well it, it's not impossible that all this happened purely by coincidence but it is strange and i think that that really carries this and it's really fun
1: yeah and it it gets like it it is meta in a fun way because harry as a character is already lucky by the nature of him being the protagonist right right? yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah he is he is an insanely lucky character all the time he the, the he he survived being murdered as a baby. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I think it really works. and it is I, I, I think that what I, I think that there is like so much going on here. like this is a a book coming off of Order of the Phoenix, where Harry's like anger issues and self-esteem issues and and, and like just general frustration with the world really came to a head. And he mm-hmm. sort of, like, had that cynicism in him all through this book as well. Just sort of, like, nursing it. Mm-hmm. Um, And this scene, he is so clear-headed and, like, the, the, the things, there are the moments, the, the most explicit mentions of the potion here are towards mm-hmm. the end where he is, you know, post-burying the big spider. Which, by the way, the the, the spider memorial scene, very funny. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. um but it it you know there are these moments where he's talking to slughorn and and it says oh the potion told harry to you know let the silence uh uh build and like oh the potion told him that now is a good time to get slughorn more drunk and like those are very explicit but like th- like those are just social cues right
1: yeah harry just had an idea
0: <laughs> yeah those those could just as easily be read as just like uh harry noticing things and acting on them or having social cues and knowing that uh it's good to let you know let someone else speak first when they are thinking about something it is uh it it's it is i am shocked at how clever this feels i guess
1: Mm-hmm. I think the other big one to me is when he first takes the potion and he thinks like, "Oh, I know that going to Aragog's funeral is the right thing to do. It feels right. Um, I'm going to go do that." And obviously, that's another case where it's like, "Oh, the potion is telling that it, him that that's the right thing to do," and obviously, it was the right thing to do. But we also knew he already wanted to do that before he took the potion. Right. Yeah,
0: he 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 was reluctant to agree with the others that it was a bad idea to go. Like, for as shitty as Harry can be, sometimes this is that was a real moment of like, oh, it's not nice. like he wants to support his friend, right? Like mm-hmm. he wants to to support his his sad friend and go to this thing, even though it's a fucking giant spider that nearly killed him. Like that's that doesn't that's kind of immaterial to him. Mm-hmm. And he ha- yeah, like yeah. you say, he had that thought initially because he is, you know, a- as much as it as wild as it is to say this you know six books in i think that like harry is fundamentally a good person right like you know he is he has a lot of a lot of problems but like he he's he's a nice guy who cares about his friends
1: that's the that's the intention probably right Right, yes (laughs) yes
0: yeah that doesn't always manifest very well in the books but i'm sure that that is the idea that jk had writing him right
1: yeah he's he's nice protagonist guy
0: yeah he you know sure does he always buy his friends christmas presents or birthday presents no does he always support them uh uh when it's you know when 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 it's when it comes down to it no does he go to the spider (laughs) funeral yes
1: (laughs) yes absolutely he does
0: (laughs) does he think slavery should be abolished
1: Hmm He's he's oh, I forgot about he's that. He's working part. On,
0: he's working on that one.
1: Well, not really. I forgot about that detail. Let's let's take a little detour from yeah. from the luck potion. Yeah, there's real... more I want to say about that. But I I wanna take a little detour to the point where Slughorn is is um, pouring some wine and um obviously harry maybe is like uh, like uh-oh or or rather slughorn thinks that harry might be like uh-oh because ron got poisoned last time and slughorn says no it's okay i made sure that none of it's poisoned i had a house elf mm-hmm. taste test all of my wine and harry's not doesn't think to himself oh that's super fucked up he thinks like oh better not tell hermione that'll make her really mad <laughs> come on harry yeah
0: harry come on yeah, Harry has grown. So yeah, Harry Harry has uh, he has grown up enough to realize that it is good to support your friends when they're sad and go to their spider funerals, mm-hmm. but still kind of kind of eh on the slavery thing. So maybe he's not a fundamentally he's person. friends
1: with Dobby, <laughs> right? Yeah, I I understand that like. Hermione is the person who is like principally like d- doesn't doesn't need like a reason other than her values to believe in something, right? Harry has like a f- a friend who is a house elf. <laughs> i'm not right. saying that's like the best reason or even a bad re- like I'm, I'm not trying to like equivocate like the re- like whether the reasons are good or bad but harry does have a reason for him like to be upset about something like that the the aphorism, what if that was my friend dobby
0: right the aphorism uh uh you know do you have what it takes to fight for someone you don't know has been going on around a lot recently mm-hmm. hermione absolutely will in the yes. case of house selves harry uh-huh. Is literally friends with a house. Harry owns a house elf, also. <laughs> Harry is a slave owner, technically. Um and and he he's just kind of ambivalent on the whole thing, I suppose.
1: I better not tell Hermione. That would really upset her. Yeah.
0: How has Hermione yeah. not like gone to Harry and said, like, hey, you have a slave? Could you would you free him, please? Like. <laughs> How has that argument not come to a head yet?
1: Does she know? Yes, she must.
0: Uh, she she found out, I guess, when they appeared last chapter.
1: Oh yeah, she didn't it didn't really register, I guess.
0: Yeah, or yeah, maybe, I guess maybe she doesn't know explicitly. Um but but yeah, uh, and there's and there's not even I know that like this is Dumbledore's take on it, which is like, oh, well, he knows too much about the order. We've got to keep a leash on him, right? Mm-hmm. But it's he harry harry owns a slave that is yeah that is something that is is hard to get around now and so yeah does
1: hermione get to do anything in this book other than be sad about ron
0: and and tell harry to stop caring about the mystery
1: yeah i don't
0: think so that's or is too it, bad is it this book where she no wait maybe I can't remember if it's in Deathly Hallows or a Horcrux that she uh, goes with him to a spooky house. On a- I think
1: that's Deathly Hallows.
0: Okay, okay, so that's the MacGuffin. I'm just,
1: I'm just realizing that, that, that she, she didn't she- even really get like a a thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's not. She doesn't. She, yeah, I don't. I don't think she's
1: not really in this one.
0: <laughs> just sitting this one out, I guess she's i mean to be fair she did a lot last book she she went full joker mode last book so maybe she has to recharge that's true she's biding her time uh until Mm -hmm. it's time to strike next but yeah it's a little it's a little sad to see her sidelined this heavily even if her appearances in five were insane um it's it's (laughs) it's a bummer yeah okay
1: um harry's on drugs also, I, I wanted to start, I wanted to put, like, I made a little, like, house elf sandwich with that detour yeah. on, on the, the one of the bread sides is, like, placebo effect, and I want to talk about the other side of it, which is, this is, Harry's on drugs.
0: Okay. So that, um, that's your theory?
1: Well, I mean, that is a, another read of it, right? Yeah, I mean, I know, yeah. that like, placebo effect and being on drugs, I mean, it's, like, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're holding hands a little bit, um, but he's, like, definitely high in this chapter yeah i mean i think even even dan radcliffe played it that way in the movie if i'm remembering it right
0: i think he does yeah i think i'm trying to remember there's definitely some wacky stuff that happens in the movie but i i i I, no i think that's a good read i think i think the thing that really sold me on that read because you 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 know we were talking about this yesterday Mm -hmm. um and, and you you floated that one and i realized that that makes total sense because the only reason Hermione was upset about Harry uh, spike it, like fake spiking Ron's po- uh, juice with the potion mm-hmm. was that it was illegal. Right. She's not she's she's like not against, oh, it's it's you know it's it, you, you can't fuck with the universe like that, Harry with the luck potion. She's just like, <laughs> Harry, if a teacher sees us, we'll go to jail for having weed. Right Um, and I, I think that really clicked for me there that's yeah, this is this is Harry smoking a bowl and calming down a bit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I like that I, I like that read a lot and I like um, I I think that this is a really interesting like portrayal of like the faith that it takes to be a wizard. Mm-hmm. to some degree which mm. is something that I think has always been missing from this series except in the divination classes like this idea that like magic is still this unknown force right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and and because this is such a like well it it could be or it couldn't be um, a, a little like parable of Harry just having all this, this like stuff fall in his lap all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's It's the first time that the magic has felt uh, mysterious in a really long time, Mm. Um, and I I really enjoyed that. Like like it's you know there there are lots of uh, uh, examples throughout history of like you know rituals that people do or things people believe that like are either technically true in that they. uh oh there was a thing going around recently about this this is this is a weird poll but i think this is like a um an appropriate example here uh was a thing going around about how like katana makers claimed that like uh uh forging the swords by the light of the full moon made them better Mm. and and that is that that was like a, a you know a, a piece of wisdom that's been passed down uh you know for centuries or whatever and it turns out that it is technically true but not because of like any properties of moonlight or any anything mystical really but because um when you are like eyeballing when when you are forging stuff by like by just by the color of it as you would you know in ancient times <laughs> uh, like cold w- blue light would be the best way to do that like to, to, to eyeball it um sure uh and and so like it is it is true technically um and i think that like, this is a really fun example of that of like the wizarding world like you know maybe there is something about this potion that does something but it might not literally be luck right like this could they could have just made cbd oil like who knows
1: yeah i mean I can't believe how much I liked this part. Right, yeah. It, like, finally we're getting some actual magic that isn't just a complete one-to-one with a material effect. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I, um, I also think that, like, the, the idea of it being drugs, and I don't mean in, like, a, like, <laughs> like what if harry potter but fucked up i i think it's cute in the way that like there is a lot of stuff in this book that is kind of um, a little bit clumsy but is like oh they're they're growing up and they're doing teen stuff like kissing and it's like (laughs) like harry harry's doing whippets you know like (laughs) that's that's kind of funny yeah no
0: there there, there's like there's 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 two ways that that read works is there is there is my version which is the this is like when um you know greek people or hildegard von bingen or whatever uh uh, did a bunch of psychedelics or like found a cave with gas in it and thought they were seeing god or whatever Mm -hmm. versus it's about a teenager calming down and just smoking a bowl and chilling out like i think those both work like those both apply here it's so refreshing to read a chapter where there are like damn there are multiple reads that work here there are so many interpretations that, that are that are uh, uh, interesting and viable for this. Yeah. For a chapter I thought I was going to hate, honestly, because, like, the concept of Felix Felicis on paper is so world-breaking, as you say.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so so overall I think I'm coming, I've been a little bit torn about it, but I think I'm coming down in a, in a positive way on this one. I think it's a cute, um, a cute... A cute chapter.
0: Yeah. So, shall we ruin all that
1: now? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it.
0: Felix Felicis is real. It's canon. Uh, There's a potion that you can drink that makes you lucky. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So, yesterday, while we were... (sighs) getting stuff together for this episode we were you know we were having this great conversation about like oh there are so many ways to interpret this i love this oh
1: themes facts themes. it's so fun yeah
0: themes characters and facts finally together in one one beautiful chapter um we got stuck on like well like is there a canon explanation for whether it is real or not uh and in this book, at least, there is not um, the the information that we get on the potion in in these chapters that we have read so far. I think is basically all we get. What we f- what I found super interesting, and I think it's something that we've both noticed like many times, uh, um, you know, poking over the subreddit and and, and reading articles <laughs> and whatnot, is that the fandom. Uh, just takes Felix Felicis literally and always has. Um, There's no question at all in the fandom whether or not it's fake or a placebo or, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, thematic representation of, you know, insert your theory here. Like, there's no question that no it is a real potion that you drink it makes you luckier and the reason no one uh mass produces it is this because it's hard yep which was like I, like there there were so many takes like this and i was going crazy because i was like well is it is the entire fandom and ha- like this collectively dull and like (laughs) here's the thing the mean answer is yes of course absolutely but i don't want to take the path of least resistance here because like that that's that's you know that's condescending of me and and also like maybe i missed something right like like is there a moment in this chapter or in this book or a later book that says like no this this literally is a canon real drink that will do what it says it does um you know and after finding tons and tons of arguments of people uh you know floating the idea that it's you know not everything it says it is and getting shouted down on reddit and whatnot i was like okay i'm fed up we got to find the source of this stuff right like where mm-hmm. where does this idea come from uh you remembered something would you like to uh uh uh, tell me tell tell the audience you know what what was the what was your first port of call here what was your
1: i don't know how i got this in my head i don't know where it came from i mean now i do but i don't know how it would have made it into my brain but i did have in my brain that somewhere dumbledore had said that he has taken the luck potion but only recreationally yeah that's it which i thought was really cool because i had that in my head reading this chapter and i'm like oh dumbledore knows it's bullshit Right? And I'm like, oh, that's that's canon, right? Because yeah. I was just like, oh, if like that, that's just kind of the place that Dumbledore takes in the story. And I'm like, oh, that's also like so sinister. Like, if he's the guy that, like, sees through the Matrix, mm-hmm. knows that the luck like, potion is fake, mm-hmm. like, he's so scary. That's so cool. Yeah. And he takes it because it's, like, whippets or whatever.
0: <laughs> I, by the way, I will say, the, I'm glad that it appears that this uh this answer turned out to be not part of the book because i i had a realization as i was going to sleep last night that if if that were true the only character who does uh uh recreational uppers in harry potter is the gay guy um which feels maybe a little (laughs) maybe a little on the nose from jk rowling hey and harry oh i guess that's true but yeah no dumbledore's doing it recreationally he's going he's going to rave's He's going to to Electric Daisy Carnival and dropping some Felix and and, and going to town. That's right. Um, But, as it turns out, this quote came from (laughs) the Harry Potter and the uh, Half-Blood Prince Xbox 360 game. Of course. Now maybe i my theory is that maybe we had that in our heads because there is that funny video that we've watched of the game where in in um uh first person when you drink the felix felicis potion harry walks around and talks to a bunch of characters and i guess maybe he talks to dumbledore there um
1: my other theory is that i must have read it on the wiki or something at some point yeah
0: yeah would you you have the kindle edition of the book right yeah i do would you as one last attempt to make sense of this part would you like control f recreational or something in there and see if see if it pops up because maybe maybe
1: no results for recreational were found okay
0: Alright, so no, it it comes from the video game. I just wanted to make sure, because I was like, I shared that, like, memory with you of, like, no, I remember Dumbledore said this thing. Apparently it comes from the game. So... Um,
1: To be fair, I think that they do take the luck potion in book seven to help with the battle, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, But Dumbledore would be dead, so there would be no point for him to say that unless he says it in purgatory which would be
0: hilarious (laughs) that is the idea that like luck is a stat that you boost in real life is really good to me (laughs) anyway i was going full-on joker mode at this point because i had no idea where this came from why everyone was behaving like this who why does the fandom believe that it is real when this chapter is so clearly
1: i mean this is like basic 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 literary analysis right (laughs) like it is right like i i i i know i jumped throughout the whole thing but it is it's not um this isn't we're not digging too deep no this isn't
0: outrageous right like this is not uh this is not a wild claim to point out that it's ambiguous whether or not this is a a real luck potion as Mm -hmm. as written in this chapter um the so so and i and i felt truly lost in the world at one point because in one of these arguments i was reading someone made a thread saying like i think that felix Felicis might not be what we think it is Um, and someone says oh yes i've seen that theory before and they link to a fucking super carlin bros video (laughs) and i was like oh my god no if 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 if, if we have we have strayed far from the path if we are now uh, uh sharing ideas with the carlin brothers but here's the thing there is a hard canon explanation of felix Felicis." it is not in harry potter proper though it comes from the playstation 3 <laughs> Itoy toy game wonder book
1: <laughs> naturally
0: <sighs> i know i'm not supposed to touch my face at the moment but <sighs> it is this is a nightmare um the Book games, for those who are listening and have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, were, I, I think there are two Harry Potter ones, I think there's Book of Spells and Book of Potions, and they were, like, at the height of all the fucking Kinect and PlayStation Move stuff, um, Sony teamed up with, in fact, I will pull up the press release right here, Sony Computer Entertainment America today announced the launch of Wonderbook Book of Spells, a first-of-its-kind experience for the PlayStation 3, in collaboration with J.K. Rowling. Hmm. And there's a whole E3 uh, presentation you can go watch where they say, like, oh, J.K. Rowling wrote this game. Uh, this is canon. Here's a quote from her. Wonderbook Book of Spells is the closest a muggle can come to a real spell book, J.K. Rowling says hmm i've loved working with sony's creative no
1: wickens at hogwarts (laughs) no
0: that's right uh i've loved working with sony's creative team to bring my spells and some of the history behind them to life this is an extraordinary device that offers a reading experience like no other uh so yeah so in book of spells book of potions which is like the expansion pack or the sequel or whatever we are introduced to a character named Zygmunt Budge, who invented Felix Felicis. Mine own invention, my masterpiece, the crowning achievement of my career, bottled good fortune, brewed correctly. The drinker of this potion will be lucky in all of their endeavors, says Zygmunt Budge. <laughs> we live in a nightmare. <laughs> like, everything that was good about this chapter just destroyed by a PlayStation Move game. Incredible. Yeah, it is it is some truly dark lore. I want to get my hands on this game at some point or maybe we can just like watch a let's play of it or something. Uh but I want to know how the game, like the the one hope that we have is that in the game itself uh it is also treated the same way it is in this chapter right where it's still fairly ambiguous whether or not what Zygmunt budge is up to is really luck or not right Mm uh you know we're extra luck uh uh but i my i think that the light is growing dim on this one and i think that our read of this chapter is really just going to have to be our read of this chapter um, like you said earlier, authorial intent matters very little sometimes.
1: I mean, in the game, it must just be that you brew the potion, right? So it shouldn't matter too much whether the effects are ambiguous, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like it is like, you know, through this game, we learn, I guess, that it is banned from... Uh, sporting events and uh you know recreational use is in a legal gray area as well I suppose
1: interesting well the good news is is the chapter exists outside of this
0: yeah the chapter is good I'm 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 a fan well
1: half of it's good
0: yes the second half of this chapter the
1: and it's okay <laughs>
0: It's alright! It's pretty good. I don't like the part where Harry says slavery's alright, but other than that, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty fun chapter. But I was just, I, I could not believe that I, I guess that the long-held idea that the, it was a literal, real potion with tangible effects were confirmed by J.K. Rowling's PlayStation game.
1: I didn't realize that she had written those. Yeah, that no, That was my revelation here.
0: Yeah, I I did not realize that those that she wrote them and that they were canon. I thought that she just like, you know, gave them the go ahead or whatever. That's kind of what I'd always always uh, imagined about those games. Mm-hmm. But knowing that she like had a hand in in the writing of them makes me think, damn. I I should probably check this out at some point just to see what else is hiding here. Right. That was a whole ordeal yesterday well is there anything else in this chapter we want to discuss or is it time for us to take a break uh, and drink some potions what do you think
1: yeah i think that's pretty much it for me
0: all right in that case we will take a break and uh when we come back we are going to uh roll up our sleeves and make some potions everyone and welcome back we might have gone too far in a few places recently when it comes to the third segment (laughs) we Mm. we have been piling on some insanely cursed content it's Uh, not what the people need right now it's not what the people need right now absolutely um we do not need to contribute to any undue stress uh or anxiety that people are feeling uh what people need i think rather than uh, listening to new yorker pokemon fan fiction Mm -hmm. or uh you know I, i i won't even name the other cursed things that we could do on here <laughs> mm-hmm. we are instead going to sit back and relax and enjoy some nice cocktails
1: wonderful not saying that what the people need is to start enjoying some cocktails at eleven thirty in the morning to deal
0: with their stress but here we are <laughs> well i don't know hey when hey if 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 we all end up getting quarantined for like a few weeks or whatever Five o'clock, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's I'll, right. I'll make a margarita at lunchtime, who cares? Um, But yeah, no, we we are going to, uh, you know, uh, check out the Felix Felicis cocktails that people have uh, invented over the years. This, this happened because while I was Google searching for, like, the canon facts of the Felix Felicis potion, mm-hmm. um, Google suggested to me... Uh how do you make Felix Felicis in real life? Which I th- <laughs> which I th- I hope was people searching for cocktail recipes and not people trying to make a real luck potion. Hard to say. Hard to say. Um but uh just to compare, here's the real recipe according to Zygmunt Budge in Book of Potions for the Great. PlayStation 3. <laughs> Step one, add ashwinder eggs to cauldron, then add horseradish and heat. Two, juice. Spicy. Yeah, it's a little, a little spicy. It's, considering the potion's supposed to be sweet, uh, uh, kind of interesting. Juice several squill bulbs with a mallet, add to the cauldron and stir vigorously. Mm. Chop up anemone like growth on the back of myrtlap, add to mixture and heat. Add a dash of tincture of thyme and stir slowly. Grind up an alchemy eggshell and add to mixture. Stir slowly, then heat the cauldron. Add a sprinkle of powdered rue. Stir vigorously, then heat the cauldron one last time. Final step, wave wand in a figure eight over cauldron and say incantation Felix Emperor.
1: Okay, I have a question. Yeah. I thought part of the th- whole thing was that it has to be real. It's just, like, really hard to make.
0: Yeah, it is, according to uh, the book itself, desperately tricky to make and disastrous to get wrong.
1: Am I wrong in saying that that doesn't sound very difficult?
0: Mm, I mean, yeah, no. This this sounds like basically every... Like, we we've gotten snippets of potion instructions throughout the series, right? Uh-huh and all of them have sort of been at this level i would say mm-hmm. these n- these don't really seem like wild and st- like there's no there's no blood curse being invoked here or anything right this is yeah. a little this is a little milk toast i would say i mean
1: maybe if the ingredients themselves are very expensive or something but they all sound mostly like pretty routine
0: yeah yeah i don't know maybe maybe uh uh, uh, JK Rowling uh, decided to to give old Zygmunt a break here. I was like, you know what? I'll retcon this. I'll make it a little easier on him. Fair enough. Um, but since we do not have access to Ashwinder eggs or alchemy eggshells or anything like that, uh, we have to turn to the internet and Pinterest and, uh, and find ourselves some uh, normal recipes for You know
1: what what we do have access to, though? Mm. Horseradish.
0: We do have horseradish. We could just make a really gross... Let's see, we could get, like, normal eggshells uh, and horseradish and...
1: (laughs) Mm, We could get some boba for the whatever the... I, the blobs that we gotta squish.
0: Okay, yeah. So maybe as well as reading these potion, these uh, uh, cocktail recipes, we should come up with our own, perhaps.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's hear let's hear what the people have come up with, and then yeah. and then we'll figure out our canon canon yeah. real life luck
0: potion. So this one is from a food blogger. Okay. Uh, and this was posted on Metro UK, which is a UK tabloid.
1: Great! Great start.
0: Felix Felicis is meant to be liquid luck that can bring good fortune to those who drink it, but also has side effects of giddiness, recklessness, and dangerous confidence. Sounds a lot like alcohol, no? Here's how to make it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. They're, they're, hey, they're on our theory. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, ingredients. Uh, 60 milliliters of dark rum, two teaspoons of palm jaggery syrup, Two to three drops of orange bitters, half a teaspoon of lime juice, a pinch of cinnamon powder, water slash soda slash rose. Huh. Add all the ingredients to a cocktail shaker and shake well. Pour into a glass and top up with water, soda, or rose.
1: Drink. <laughs> Can you mix and match?
0: <laughs> this this one, this this is a too many cooks one off the bat, I think. Mm this is too many ingredients i do not trust any cocktail that says uh just just also you can put water or rosé in it <laughs> like i feel like one of those one but you know you, you've got to choose the flavor profile on this is going to be a nightmare otherwise
1: yeah I, yeah i don't know about this one i don't like dark rum so it kind of got off to a little bit of a bad start for me i don't think this is the recipe i would i would go for
0: dark rum and rosé at the same time uh. <laughs> yeah i don't know Oof. and bitters <laughs> Oof. yeah that's a that is dark i think uh that, I, i'm not sure i would enjoy that um that seems like it would just have the problem to like the lime juice and the syrup and the orange like that just runs this just feels like it would taste like sugar to me Mm. uh and also be alcohol and make your tummy burn and make you miserable so uh good job combining my two favorite things uh into into one thing too much alcohol and too much sugar Hmm. Uh, next this one is from buzzfeed great it says we need a quarter ounce of simple syrup
1: That's so much.
0: A quarter ounce of lemon juice.
1: Okay.
0: 1.5 ounces of ginger beer. Okay. Champagne or other sparkling wine.
1: That's a lot of substitutions.
0: Yeah. Mix simple syrup and lemon juice in the bottom of a champagne flute, add ginger beer, and then fill with champagne.
1: Huh. I feel like this one is more tolerable, although I don't
0: want it. I don't want this, but this does... Like, I could see making, like... Like, ginger beer and champagne is an interesting combination. I don't know if it's a good one. But, like, just that on its own. Like, this is... I feel about online cocktail recipes the same way I feel about, like, online drinking game rules. (laughs) Where it's like, everyone adds about 10 more steps than they need to Uh uh-huh like at a certain point all of these are just clashing profiles right like like none of these none of these make sense although ginger is going to be a recurring theme in these recipes interesting now next we have one that i need to show you a picture of because it is foul uh this is this is a cursed image
1: why is it green and it's it is it's puce
0: colored is what it is yeah and it is murky Mm,
1: it's very murky
0: sparkly
1: it looks like some something is sinking and settling at the bottom
0: well we're gonna find out what that is reading these instructions the ingredients you'll need are 40 ounces of lemon lime soda 16 ounces of lemonade eight ounces of apple juice A quarter teaspoon of gold luster dust. No. (laughs) Ten ounces of vodka. Oof. (laughs) Half a cup of simple syrup. Instructions. In a large bowl or cauldron, combine the lemon-lime soda, lemonade, apple juice, and luster dust. This is already, like, sugar coma territory. I, I could not handle this. If using, stir in the vodka and simple uh, simple syrup, chill for one hour prior to serving for best results. Enjoy your liquid luck.
1: Hmm. It looks disgusting. And it's weird because none of the normal, none of the non-luster dust ingredients are that weird. No. I mean, you're just making a, a whole, a big, a big, huge bowl of, 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 liquor punch right right that's fine but the lester dust didn't give it a beautiful gold like sparkly intriguing look It <laughs> gave it the look of swamp gas
0: it looks it looks like the fuck it looks like the um uh the green goo in warcraft it yeah. looks like tu- it looks like touching this will make you evil or just apply a dot to you. <laughs> look at how goopy it is. Look at look at like how viscous it is at the top there,
1: Ugh.
0: where it's like coming down off. The- it's like I just sliding. Don't know why down it the- looks
1: so bad?
0: It looks foul
1: because none, none of the ingredients were that bad. It's just like juice and liquor.
0: Well, yeah, but it's 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 just too much sugar. They've they've they've, they've just what? Wait, let me double check here. What is it? It's got apple juice and simple syrup and it's, it's it's too much you got too much stuff in here
1: yeah that's no good
0: um this is like if you put a torch to this you could make a creme brulee like easily it's it's way too much <laughs> way too much sugar uh next we have uh this one i think this one might be one of the more reasonable ones Uh, you need a quarter ounce of lemon juice, quarter ounce of simple syrup, quarter ounce of ginger beer, and then four ounces of champagne, Prosecco, or other sparkling wine. This is, like, a slightly less insane version of the other one. Yeah. Um, The ginger
1: beer keeps coming back, and I wonder where that's coming from. Is it just for the color?
0: I think it might be for the color. Okay. But I think, I think it's, like, not the worst taste. This, This is, like, a better, like, the, the, the first ginger beer and champagne one we read was too much, I think this one absolutely a little bit better. I mean, it's still got maybe one or too many ingredients, but um uh i i assume
1: I, I, I assume that the one too many ingredients thing is just a side effect of needing to create a new cocktail, right right like <laughs> we've pretty much uh made all of the cocktails so (laughs) um to make a new one you might just start to to need to add some kind of random stuff in there
0: yeah or you could go the other way and remove ingredients Mm. this one i found in cosmo Uh is (laughs) it is just a shot of vodka in a craft warehouse potion bottle oh great yeah it is. It is. I, it is. Sign,
1: sign me up for that one over any of any of the other ones. Yeah, so just far. a shot that's, of
0: vodka. Just a shot of vodka. That's gonna be top of, of my list around. right
1: now. It's yeah. gonna be tough to dethrone that.
0: Well, would you like to know the official one?
1: There's an official one.
0: It's not a cocktail, but there is an official Felix Felicis you can buy.
1: Oh yes, I do want to hear about that.
0: So at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Universal Studios. Uh, you can buy Felix Felicis. It is twenty fucking dollars. Okay. Uh, and it comes in a little plastic vial. It's a gold candy, liquid goo. Okay. Um, And there are some, uh, some fun reviews on Amazon for this. Excellent. Uh, and also some answered questions. Uh, what's the expiration date, asks someone. (laughs) Uh, which I feel like, uh, that answer might vary depending on when you buy it. Um... But uh, let's see what pe- people have to say. One star from Ramon, who says, liquid luck is syrup. Uh, liquid luck really just appears to be corn syrup in a bottle. Did not care <laughs> for the taste, but this was otherwise a cool novelty product. Fair. Uh, this one not says, two stars from David, who says, looked cool, but it didn't work. I finally ah. talked... Topped- i finally talked to me crush and it was just like the simulations
1: that's so sad
0: that's really sad for them uh and then one star from paul who says uh just a cheap plastic bottle with gross candy hmm uh the flavor according to people some people say it just tastes like pure corn syrup and then other people say that it has a ginger flavor
1: the ginger just keeps, yeah, keeps coming back.
0: So maybe the ginger, the ginger appearing in the official one makes me think that maybe that's where people are getting this. Mm. They're like, "What does Felix Felicis taste like?" They Google that, they find the candy from the Wizarding World store, and they're like, "Oh, it should taste like ginger and also a fuckload of sugar." Right. Um. So maybe, maybe that's where that's coming from. So what do you want to put in your Felix Felicis? What should we do here?
1: ah uh, well i'm very compelled by the ginger part and i do like ginger beer. yeah
0: ginger's nice
1: i also like ginger ale
0: yeah i like a good dark and stormy you know sure that's a that's a nice drink
1: can you read me the ingredients of the canon felix Felicis again
0: uh there's no ingre. oh sorry the the canon one uh ashwinder eggs Okay. squill bulbs. You're okay, about b- so
1: we've already we've already gotten part of the way there. So we're gonna put some eggshells in the oven and then grind them into <laughs> powder. And we're starting with that at the bottom of our glass.
0: <laughs> okay, boba um,
1: on top of that.
0: uh We have to juice. What what can we use instead of squill bulbs? I don't know what a squill is. We'll
1: use we'll use boba. We'll use tapioca. Okay, beads. So
0: be, okay, tapioca beads, eggshells. <laughs> The official one calls for so. So what you what you're saying is you want to make something that is as close to the canon one as possible. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, we're gonna like approximate the canon ingredients.
1: As we know from all movie analysis of Harry Potter, it is more important to be accurate to the books That's than right. it is to make a good product. So right. I'm <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to use the central tenant to make my drink.
0: Okay, so we're we're grinding up some eggshells. Yep. Is the horseradish be- going in?
1: Oh, yeah, but the okay. eggshells are going to be great. They're a little bit of calcium.
0: Mm, yum. Yum. <laughs> yum, yum. Okay, so we have horseradish, eggshells, tapioca beads. Yep. Okay, so the next one is chop up anemone, sl- anemone-like anemone growths on the back of a mertlap.
1: That's going to be a tough one.
0: Yeah. What's a, so? Let me double check what a mertlap is. That's the dog, right? Oh, no, the mertlap is like... That's the- a crepe. Yeah, no, Murtlap is like the guinea pig that has tentacles on the back. I see. So it's going to be, let's think, it looks like a, oh god, the Murtlap just looks like a shitty Bulbasaur, is what I'm realizing here. (laughs) Oh no! I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I don't know, we could put like a bay leaf in there. Okay, yeah, I was
1: thinking we could go like kind of one of two directions, because we could like... Get something that's like very tentacle-like, like say some like calamari. But I think that we were kind of going going a little far. So let's say let's go with a bay leaf. I yeah. think that's nice.
0: Okay, so we're we have eggshells, tapioca, <laughs> horseradish, <laughs> and a bay leaf. Yep. Uh, okay. Tincture of thyme. We can get thyme, no problem. Oh, easy. Easy. Easy peasy.
1: Let's let's do like a um like a a time like kind of like essential oil like i really want it to be like a like a droplet
0: yeah well it says it says a dash of tincture perfect. so i think that's perfect yeah yeah if you if we want to do like a, a a time oil drop in there just as a mm-hmm. dash i think that's yeah. perfect uh-huh. yeah and then the bartender can make a real show of that too
1: and mm-hmm. like do it
0: from way up high or something or, uh-huh. or flick it off of a spoon just do a cool trick while they're making it for you love that Okay. Now the next step is another egg-related one. We have to grind up an Uh-oh. Occamy eggshell. So we need two different eggs. Here. I'm gonna go
1: ahead and say we just we just make sure to get enough egg in. Oh. in this at the start, you know. Actually,
0: I I've I I I think we have a solution here because I misread this. Oh, okay. So this step is grind up an Occamy eggshell. Uh huh. Step five is the eggshell. The first step is actually <laughs> just the egg so we're putting oh. an egg so we were getting oh, no. a... yeah we're just putting an egg in here mm, we're that's cracking some protein an egg, cracking the <laughs> egg putting some horseradish in it uh and and so on
1: so far it's a savory sort of situation
0: yeah now powdered rue i am incredibly stupid rue is real right this is not a
1: how is it spelled
0: yes it is real rue is real uh yes yeah i i was having a problem for a minute there i was like uh, <laughs> uh okay so we can get that no problem stir vigorously then heat the cauldron okay so this is a hot <laughs> drink this is we're putting it in the microwave oh uh, no <laughs> at this point
1: we we need to put some i i feel like i'm missing a step which is the liquid to stir i mean i guess we could be stirring our dry ingredients together right
0: yeah we're stirring our dry ingredients and and here's my proposal Uh so the ninth step in the canon lore is wave wand in a figure eight over cauldron and say felix emperor right (laughs) yeah we obviously do not have a wand on hand no but what we do have is a can of ginger beer oh i love that that we can wave or a ginger ale ginger beer what do you think do you think we'll go sweeter or bitter on this
1: it's a good question because I'm trying to imagine the flavor profile we've got going on, which is like a little bit kind of um a little bit powdery from the eggshell and but we've got a little bit of slimy from the tapioca beads and then we got some of that really just like burn your nose horseradish. Um you, you know when you like you you eat some like mustard with like a lot of horseradish in it and yeah. it just like kind of burns your mucus membranes mm-hmm. through your nose. We've got a little bit of that going on. So what would be a good thing to balance that out and i'm thinking maybe um maybe just some ginger beer. It's just what just what the doctor ordered. Just what
0: the doctor ordered the okay so <laughs> so we are we're topping this whole thing off by waving our ginger beer and figure it as we pour it into this lovely drink. Uh-huh. And that is the official Sleeping <laughs> shack Hartwood house. Uh, <sighs> that's that's our potion.
1: Oh, and there's an egg in there, I forgot. <laughs> like a, a whole egg. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Uh, but if it's canon, then it is more good.
0: Yeah, it's it, like you say, it is better to just have a a product that is exactly like the book describes uh-huh. than it is to have something that is fun to consume so
1: um i i like this in the context of like a cocktail in the wizarding world you might you might be going out for a, a night on the town and you start off you start off with like a butter beer, and it's like mm, i need something a little stronger than cream soda what have you got barkeep? and uh they
0: give you one of these and and now that will keep
1: you partying all night
0: long you know honestly i just realized that we did not put any alcohol in ours oops which makes me think with like the raw egg and stuff in there <laughs> <laughs> is this actually a hangover cure that we've just invented? Like, oh, that's maybe that's what the lucky part is, is that it'll 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 pep you right up after a hangover.
1: I think we should, um, maybe put some hair of the dog in there, because it's gonna pep you up. But I think you might um, might want to like maybe you could do like a two handed sort of thing where you're making figure eights with the ginger beer, oh, um, and in okay. the other hand you either have um, rose. <laughs> or champagne or any sparkling wine that you have on hand
0: what's no what's the vodka that has gold flakes in it i'm not sure because we should use that because uh, that's canon because it has to have gold gold in there it's got to be that gold
1: yeah uh-huh
0: okay i like that okay so there there there's the alcohol for ours perfect well that that sounds you know i did say that we were going to do something less cursed for this third segment but we i guess we've invented something pretty perfect for drinking while you read new yorker uh, articles about beetles and emojis
1: yeah it's we we try to move toward the light and we just keep getting <laughs> sucked back into darkness
0: <sighs> that is this podcast in a nutshell honestly that's
1: true nobody make this
0: nobody mm, mm.
1: nobody yeah. make this no mm. <laughs>
0: But if you want to, unless...
1: Disclaimer. Uh, parody. Nobody make this.
0: <laughs> unless.
1: <laughs> you, you stop that.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Well, I have one last Felix-related uh, thing here for you. Wonderful. This combines all of our favorite things. This combines Felix Felicis. It combines Mm -hmm. Reddit. It combines Professor Snape. Uh And it involves Dumbledore. Wonderful. This is from two years ago. What did Snape use his Felix Felicis for? In Half-Blood Prince, Harry wins the vial of Felix Felicis for making a perfect living death potion. And Professor Slughorn mentions that the only one other student has managed to brew a potion of sufficient quality to claim this prize seeing as harry used snape's recipe i assume the other student was young snape which then makes me wonder what he used the liquid luck to do any thoughts or is this explained somewhere else that i missed
1: hmm what an intriguing question
0: uh it's a good question and the comments immediately go off the rails of course i always assumed he took it the night he went to dumbledore to beg for lily's life he was expecting dumbledore to kill him on sight so he <laughs> So he would have tried everything to make sure the message got across.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: This Dumbledore thing derails the entire thread immediately. Was (laughs) Dumbledore really just murdering people left and right in those days, says this next reply. I would think that Dumbledore would be more the sort to hex them properly enough to ensure their imprisonment in Azkaban. In the seven books, Dumbledore killed no one, including during the ministry fight, and never uttered the killing curse. He never even killed Grindelwald. (laughs) Dumbledore just blasting Snape on sight. This person replies he wasn't. Rowling has said something about this, too, that he believes certain channels of communication should remain open in war. But all the same, Dumbledore had a big reputation as the man who defeated Grindelwald and the only wizard Voldemort ever feared. A young Death Eater like Snape would be scared that Dumbledore would kill him immediately, (laughs) especially if he met him alone. We're learning so much about Dumbledore here.
1: I I I'm very intrigued by this, and I'm intrigued by the part um, about uh, Dumbledore believing that open channels of communication uh, <laughs> during wartime are important. Specifically from the scene where um, Tom Riddle came, we we talked about it—the the memory, the pensive yeah. memory—and um, Dumbledore didn't kill him on sight, and maybe maybe he regrets not yeah, just maybe. not just obliterating Tom Riddle immediately upon yeah. coming into his office and so so had a had a, a string of um of just killing death eaters on sight out of principle like uh, in moments of regret like oh, yeah. i should have just blasted him across the room so <laughs> so, so so maybe so maybe, maybe snape was right to be worried
0: dumbledore was just itching for a fight after that he was like, yep. God, I, I, I had, I missed my chance with Voldemort, but maybe I can, maybe I can blow Snape away. <laughs>
1: do, you th- do you, do, you think that after Snape joined the Death Eaters, maybe, maybe Dumbledore found out and sent him like a letter that just said like, like Snape, it's on site, it's on site Sign site for you. Dumbledore.
0: <laughs> I love this conception of Dumbledore. These these redditors have.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: I like this a lot, says another comment. I had always wondered why Dumbledore would let Snape speak at all and not kill him (laughs) immediately.
1: Um, Oh my god. (laughs) Dumbledore needs more of this energy. I love this.
0: You you know what I'm envisioning? You know the scene that, like, every TV show and movie has ever had to, like, establish that a leader has gone too far? Where Mm. they, like execute one of their minions for for bringing them bad news or whatever or failing Uh them i'm just imagining that but it's dumbledore and snape (laughs) just just doing a really badass kill move on on snape for returning to beg for lily's life
1: i'm picturing the scene that's in every every movie tv show ever which is the one where it's like um you know from indiana jones where he's like uh the guy like the swordsman guy does all these like cool swordsman oh. moves but but idiot <laughs> yeah. is so badass that he just pulls out a gun and shoots him and that's and that's snape coming to the door but like please please let me explain um and and dumbledore just shoots him with the gun spell because it's on <laughs> site
0: yes yeah, snape, snape coming in and being like you don't have the guts to and dumbledore just blowing him away with a 357 <laughs> magnum immediately <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. Uh I I you know, we we have our own unique interpretation of Dumbledore at this point and it's definitely evil, but I'm so fascinated by the idea that these fans have that Dumbledore was just going to ice Snape immediately on sight.
1: Is there is there <laughs> a point where Dumbledore like take someone the fuck out that I just don't remember at all?
0: (laughs) No! Someone in the the comment thread said, like, oh, he never killed someone in the books. Like, (laughs) which is true. I want to know where this idea came from. Like, I guess the idea... I guess this is maybe stemming from um, the thing about him being the most feared by Voldemort, right? Okay. But I don't think that has anything to do with his... root. Like, it's not like Voldemort's (laughs) going, like oh you know i'm bad you, you know you think i'm bad but have you seen dumbledore just like ice his followers immediately like damn i don't want to mess with that guy <laughs> i don't think it's that i think it's just that dumbledore is powerful and has access to a lot of resources right like
1: yeah and he he's like the guy that voldemort's powers don't matter to right
0: it's not because he's fucking ruthless it's not, he's not he's not a stone-cold badass <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe maybe we'll learn some stuff in the next couple fantastic beasts movies maybe jude law will get to do some more acting and i hope that he just takes some people out
0: oh that would be great uh they uh, uh th- mm, they they can finally they can shut us down and be like no watch you know dumbledore you know vo- voldemort he or uh, Grindelwald. God, I just went through all the three syllable <laughs> bad guy names. Um, Grindelwald will shoot a baby on site. Yes. And, you know, Dumbledore, he's not going to take that lying down. He's going to shoot a he's going to shoot a wizard protester on site or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, he He's not to be fucked with. He can exactly. He can match. He can match that energy.
1: That'll be really great.
0: I'm excited for that. Well, I just thought that was a fun little extra piece of Felix Felicis' content. I think we'll probably (laughs) take it to the close. What do you say?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm cracking
0: it. Our theme song is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use that as our theme song. You can find them on Bandcamp, and you can check us out at patreon.com slash streetcast. We have so much fun bonus content there for you. Um, We've got... What do we got? What's a good one we did recently? I talked about Dexter. If you want to hear me talk about Dexter, we talk about Elfenleet. We talk about so many things. But Liz, what are we reading next week? The time
1: has come. Next week, we are reading chapter 23. It's just called Horcruxes.
0: Here we fucking go. It's
1: time. It's time to learn about the seven MacGuffins. Here. Also, the, the picture, it looks like Dumbledore is holding up a gingerbread man to Harry.
0: You know, Harry, know these the would go really good in a drink. <laughs> <laughs> this chapter that we were kind of, like, dreading uh, with the Felix Felicis <laughs> definitely surprised me. So maybe the Horcrux chapter and explanation will. Um, I, it might
1: have. I feel like the Horcrux stuff has been kind of, like, hiding And creeping up because we've been so focused on the luck potion stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But until then, I'm going to leave us with a word of wisdom from Emerson Sparts. Oh, wonderful. Time travel and teleportation are real. Remember your first kiss? You just time traveled backwards and teleported into your old body. Feeling sick? (laughs) watch a movie to briefly teleport into the protagonist's healthy body. Thank you, please, Emerson.
1: Please read another book.
0: Please read another you know, dream, book. But there's a lady there Makes ocean rocks seem tame Better know what you're after If you catch her eye Cause this hot mama Is just a cat in disguise